Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Well, hello, everybody out there. Uh, Melina Boswell here, co-founder of New Wealth Advisors Club. And today, I have special guests in the studio with me, my son, David Boswell. Hello. And my other son, Andrew Boswell. Hello, hello. Uh, and also Mr. Tim Wilkinson. Hi. Yeah, so uh, I called the boys my dragons. So <laughs> got my dragons in the studio, which is awesome. So today we thought we would share maybe just a little bit of uh, what we're doing you know, in our own personal real estate flipping business, in our own business, and um, maybe how I'm doing things that I've been telling people not to do. <laughs> Tim pointed out to me how uh, I have created rules, I guess, inside of the club, inside of our training, not rules necessarily, but we have, um, I don't know, do's and don'ts, I suppose. Right. Because our training is set up to uh, put people into action and to actually become real estate investors. And so what I teach people to do is stay in the lane that I know is going to produce fruit for them. And so then I also say, you know, stay away from these things because there's things that are pitfalls and distractions. And one of those uh, is, and, and how do I know they're pitfalls and distractions? Because I've walked the walk. And so one of the, the things I've told people to stay away from is uh, mobile homes. It's been one of my, like, stay, don't do this. And, uh, and I've done this with other, lots of other strategies and things. I tell people don't do them. And then, you know, as the market shifts, um, our strategies have to shift. And so I will not change my training or my perspective uh, on a specific strategy unless I've been able to prove the opposite myself. I'm a big believer in doing and then teaching. That's actually why I think our training is so powerful. It's because it's very practical. And so uh, going back to mobile homes, um, I find myself in a mobile home park <laughs> and I've and so Tim, why do why do we tell people to stay away from mobile homes? We tell people to stay away from mobile homes for <clears throat> excuse me for a lot of different reasons. Um, partly, I think because people tend to see the lower price point as uh, a deal, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean it's a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, it, I believe buying in mobile home parks is like um, kind of like buying in a, a homeowners association yeah. only like on steroids because mm-hmm. um, there's all kinds of different rules. You, you may or may not be able to have renters, um, things things of that nature mm-hmm. um, inside of a mobile home park. So there, there's a lot to mobile home parks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not buying the, buying the mobile home park right. with air quotes for those of you <laughs> on the radio, um, <laughs> if you're not buying the mobile home park – then, you know, buying a ten thousand dollar trailer with a twelve hundred dollar a month um, space rent may not be the best option uh, right. for you. So, from a newbie's perspective, we tend to tell people just kind of stay away. Right, and in general, uh, mobile homes depreciate in value. Right, so that's the other thing. You know, and and we've been in a market. We've been in a seller's market, a hot seller's market, which means we've had, um, you know, get in, get out, get paid. 
as quickly as we can because that's the correct strategy when you're in, a, in an upticky market. And as we begin to see the market correct and we're a little flat and I believe we are headed into the downturn, we start to – I try to be ahead of the market and I'm uh, I'm very conservative in my own personal investing strategies. Uh, so I, I tend to be uh, – you know, I, I put the brakes on much, much sooner. So I've been concerned about the uh, velocity of the market, like how quickly it's been going up. It's 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 obvious that the market is going to correct and decline because that's what it does, right? The fact that the market goes up and down is how we make money. And so the trick is always to be ahead of the curve. And so as I'm watching the market shift, we start, you know, re- rethinking and reanalyzing our strategies. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, one of the things that I have always wanted to do is, is uh, have a beach house, Right. So I raised my kids, you know, Southern California, and we spent summers uh, at Huntington Beach, so much time down in Huntington Beach, and we really love it down there. So there was this uh, idea that I would, well, we just wanted to have a place to get away. So uh, we, well, I started making some moves and I found a uh, mobile home right on PCH, which is, you know, a great thing to do. And we've been, um, renting there for a while. And I um, do what I teach people to do, which is I make sure that I introduce myself to everybody I can and I let everybody know what I do, that I am a real estate investor and that I'm always looking for houses to buy. So uh, that being said, we came across an opportunity uh, in the park to buy a mobile home. So uh, I brought it to David and said, hey, <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> I thought we don't do mobile homes. So you want to talk a little bit about what your experience was with that, David? Yeah, well, we, I think my first question was how much. Yeah. <laughs> Should we tell people how much? Well, what did he say originally? How much? Oh, 95000 95000 Yeah. Yeah, and Spoon and I were sitting there and I think you text us. I did. And, well... You started. We started renting originally. Mm-hmm. What was your intention mm-hmm. renting? Like, why did you want to? Why were you comfortable just renting? Yeah, uh, mainly because I, I wanted a place that was reasonable in price. This is going to be a, a, a second home for us, a quick, sort of a vacation home. So I want something. We don't need a mansion. We don't need a million dollar mansion on the beach. Uh, my thing is, I want to be close to the ocean. And I don't. I, I actually said I just need a door and a bed frankly, <laughs> as long as I can be close to the ocean, I don't really care. I don't need, it's not, yeah. We looked for buying, like to buy something, right? And mm-hmm. that almost wasn't, wasn't an option, right? Did you look around and? Yeah, I looked, but it's just, yeah, I, we could, but it just didn't make any, just didn't make sense to do. Yeah. Right. Not for us in our, in our time right now. Right. Well, and also, I mean, we just mentioned that the market is shifting. So I think, Five years from now is probably a better time to buy a house on the beach than today. Absolutely. Yeah, and we're planting, you know, seeds and making moves to start doing that right now. Yeah. I remember you said that you were you were okay because when you you basically just said you were gonna you were renting a beach house. Like you yeah. you, you pretty much text us, you know, before <laughs> before we were even looking at possibly buying one, she said, I'm getting a beach house and I've actually sent pictures of paperwork and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that is how I roll, don't I? I uh... so for me, you were renting, you know, we were renting, mm-hmm. which 
renting automatically to me just seems like throwing money into a into a pot and, mm-hmm. or just a, in, into the fire pit. Mm-hmm. You know? So, who taught you that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, well, which is kind of why I was a little bit curious as to why you know mm-hmm. for me it was strange, but I realized quickly. Um, I think what resonated was if you don't get down there for us, you know, mm-hmm. you, we wanted to be there. You wanted to be there and we were going to be there one way or the other. So, Absolutely. you know, for us to just kind of move into a renting position and you just said, we'll get down there and we'll find something event. We'll start talking to people. We'll figure it out and then we'll get our opportunity to buy. And when you said that, I anticipated something like, I don't know, maybe a, a year down the road or a couple <laughs> years down the road, we would have to build a bunch of relationships and yeah, Turns out you just have to tell a couple people around you, and so next thing you know, we know what is it, what was it ninety five thousand? Yeah, and and it wasn't it was a uh, not even thirty days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I went I went away alone. The reason that I was sending pictures and made the decision is because I I decided the beginning of the year that I would I wanted to just go be alone, and uh, so I went to the beach by myself and I spent a few days alone, and it was during that time that I realized I really do need a place down at the beach, and so I just made the decision that I'm going to go find one. And so I don't even know if I told you guys I was going to go find one. I think maybe I said I'm going to rent this place. (laughs) And once I made the decision, I found it that same day. And um, it's what I do. shoot ready aim. And uh, Tell them about our neighbor. Yeah, yeah. About our next door neighbor. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, first day I think I got there and met the neighbor. And, you know, I'll be, he flips houses. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just cool to build relationship. And I just started talking to, to people that are, are my neighbors. And within three weeks I got um, – somebody showed up at my house one day and said, hey, this is this place is going to be coming up for sale. Mm-hmm. And it's not listed and it's not on the market. So all the things that I had already – you know, let people know I'm looking for, um, I let people know I'm a cash buyer and I will absolutely perform. It's what I do. And so, yeah. Yeah. If the price is right. If the price is right. Absolutely. I think when you first started, what's his name? Mike, Mm -hmm. we first started talking to Mike and we found out how much he got his place for. Mm -hmm. I think when we started talking about the numbers, we realized quickly that just because it was a mobile home, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of opportunity, and obviously that has a lot to do with the location or everything to do with the location. Everything to do with the location, but for sure. Do we want to talk about prices? Can we can we say numbers on here? Do we? Yeah. I, I don't think there's a problem with prices. <laughs> People right. need to know that we know how to get prices at a, their properties at a discount. I think. Right. Right. So, well, the the. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I have been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flipping Off podcast. <laughs> People right. need to know that we know how to get prices at a, their properties at a discount. I think. Right, right. So, well, the the what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can just tell them where we ended up. <laughs> 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 we don't need to, you know negotiations. Uh, negotiation one hundred and one. It's an actual class. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't want to spill all my. Tires. Okay, so when when we started talking to <laughs> yeah. Mike about numbers, yeah, uh, I, I realized, holy crap, this is, there's a lot of opportunity to make money here when 
you can bu- you can buy for you know these prices. So um, that's the best thing because as real estate investors, what we do is we're always on on the look. You know, we're always looking for a deal, always, no matter what. And I tell my students that all the time. You should never, ever, ever be around people and not tell them what you do, ever. Mm-hmm. On top of being very intentional, right, in, in where you, you know, choose to be. So it's, it's, this is a new, uh, it's a new opening for us, something that we've never done before. So we ended up being able to uh, buy that place for $75,000. And we know we can easily resell it after a week because it's 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 trashed so which is great that's what we do take something ugly make it pretty and really we know when we're done it's we could sell it for i don't know 160 Mm -hmm. the truth Um, is we could in the condition it's in right now we could andrew and i could clear it out mm -hmm. and we could do just basic work in there and sell it for 100 probably Mm -hmm. as soon as summertime hits Mm -hmm. yes so yeah Mm. there's also a lot of opportunity right now that we're seeing in, you know, to kind of back up a second, one of the things I was chuckling about over here is that I realized that, you know, recently I've been hearing a lot that um, the younger age group, you know, uh, millennials that are mm-hmm. coming through and and they're coming of age to purchase houses. Yeah. And most of the, like what we're hearing is, and, and what we're seeing is that millennials don't necessarily want to buy houses. They don't want to buy cars. They'd rather um, rent a car. There's a whole new business out there where you can rent a car month to month. Yep. Um, so we have this mindset that is coming um, around for renters mm-hmm. of people that are okay not having, quote, the American dream yeah. and being okay renting. So I I was just kind of chuckling that you're just right there as far as you renting. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, why why go buy a five million dollar house on the beach that you're going to be at a couple days a week, maybe exactly. when you can rent a place and mm-hmm. and uh, have your getaway and have everything you want, um, and on top of that, maybe forge a whole new opportunity uh, inside of what we do, which is educate people on on different ways to make money and different ways to be involved in real estate. So. I think about that, and then when you when we talk about a seventy five thousand dollar beach house that <laughs> we're we're in the business of of putting of making ugly things beautiful mm-hmm. um, that that place is going to be a beautiful beach house by the time we're done with it right and we're in a perfect market um in a perfect location mm-hmm. like literally right on the beach mm-hmm. for with um for renters and right. for and this particular um uh, trailer park allows <laughs> for it, it allows for renters. Yes. It allows for a, a potentially short term renters, mm-hmm. Airbnb, things of that nature that that we've already talked about. As far as um, you know, we're doing Airbnb in other locations, and mm-hmm. it just different business models in this market open up the possibility to purchase real estate uh, in a lot of different creative ways, in ways that weren't. They didn't really make sense five years ago, at least not for us. Totally. That is exactly right. That's the most exciting thing I think for me right now is that's where we're headed. And there is something, you know, uh, it it may sound silly, but there is, you do get um, into a rut, 
right, of buying a house, you know, and you start fixing it and you, you know, and then you flip it and it all starts to just look the same, right? It can become very monotonous. And so when, when there's an opportunity for something new like this, it's very exciting. I find myself really reinvigorated and really excited about moving forward with this, which is awesome. So... Yeah. Mm. So the beauty is, you asked, well, so what are we going to do with it, right? I did, because yeah. we, we don't have an exit strategy. We don't even, he said, do we have an exit strategy yet? Nope. Which is brilliant, right? What does that mean, Tim? What does it mean that... Yeah, that we don't have to have an exit strategy yet. Oh, it means we bought it right. No, At no. the end of the day, if we if we can do whatever we want with it, we're in a position right now where, you know, it could replace the rental you're in mm-hmm. um, and and be a better investment than renting. Like from David's perspective of feeling like as for obviously David isn't of the same uh, millennial mindset of renting, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, just getting rid of that um, rent and putting yourself in a, in one that you own Mm -hmm. is a different conversation entirely. Mm -hmm. So um, it works from every angle based on the purchase price, based on the network that we have based on the, um, just based on the market, our our market as it is uh, right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that we always teach, you know, you make your money on your buy, right? Right. You get paid on your exit. So the the question is, how do we want to get paid? That's really the only question that's left for us to answer, which is an awesome question to have to answer, which uh, kind of leads into the next uh, podcast that we are going to record, which is the idea of you know, changing strategies in a changing market and opportunities inside of a changing market. Right. So um, maybe we'll do a follow-up podcast to the Huntington Beach scenario, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 10 years when we have stopped living there or stopped using it. <laughs> once we've acquired the entire park. <laughs> yeah, once we own the park. There is something to uh, mobile home parks, obviously, and especially when we find ourselves in, in a housing crisis like we do right now. Uh, and then, of course, whether that's a perceived crisis or it's a real crisis is is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. But uh, there there is definitely conversation about a housing crisis that we find ourselves in right now. So mobile homes are are something that we need to, we've been talking a lot about and uh, considering, mm. right? So, yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. This is, I, I'm more excited about this probably than anything else that we're doing. And that's for just the simple fact that, I mean, the situation is where we're, we're in a rental right now down, I mean, just a few, a few hundred feet from, our newest flip, and so my brother and I are <laughs> we're going to be able to hang out on the beach, longboard over to our flip, and <laughs> you know work until we get sick of working, and and uh, the, you know and then have a place to lay our heads right next door. And meanwhile, we're on the beach. It's just it's like incredible, and so I'm just I'm really excited. And the cool thing is about this rehab is. Um, you know, we're beachfront and so it's like anything goes, you know, you can, yeah. you, you can get as creative and Pinteresty, and, you know, you can, we can, we're going to do so much crazy stuff. And what I think, if I'm being honest, what I think is going to end up happening is we're, I don't think we'll ever get rid of it. <laughs> That's what I meant when I said 10 I years. <laughs> right. I, like, think, I think you guys are going to fall in love with it. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I think there's a really good opportunity that, We'll have it up for short-term rental, so maybe everyone else can experience how cool it's going to be too. You know, he said Pinteresty. 
right? <laughs> Thanks to Spoon. That's a is that a, is that a she spoonism? always says that, and it's true. There's a lot of cool stuff on Pinterest, actually. Uh-huh. Interesting. Spoon built DIY. A, some yeah. DIY. She stuff built a table. <laughs> she built a table. She saw on Pinterest, <laughs> which is cool. Pretty cute. Yeah, Andrew. What are you the most excited about? <laughs> <laughs> Like what excites you the most about this this uh, this Huntington Beach thing? I, I just think that there's just a lot of opportunity in it. It's really cool. We can pick and choose whatever we want to do with it. It is something that can be long term. Or I mean, who knows? The market might it, we might have something crazy happen and we sell it for a huge profit too. I don't know where. Just <laughs> That's never know. True too. That's the coolest thing about it. Yeah, it is a beachfront property. Yeah. Yeah, for seventy five grand. Yeah, and it, and yeah, and you know it's funny. Uh, I was just thinking about this. About um, it, it's kind of like the river, right? It's like the the river house. This is actually exactly mm-hmm. what we did with the river house. I was just now thinking about that. Uh, how we we bought a mobile home down at the river. For um, do you guys know how? Do you know how much we bought that for? Ten yeah, k. Ten grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We uh, bought that house for ten thousand dollars. Because I happened to be, you know, out doing what I do in the late afternoon and walked up on a couple having a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Snoopy. Well, they were like outside yelling. And so Mm. I just, you know, and then they were, I literally heard him say, you know, we're going to sell this place. And he put the for sale by owner sign in the window. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Opportunity knocks. That's what actually happened, and that was a that turned out to be a great investment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. other people, when they heard that I got that property, like I did, so many people came around and were trying to, you know, I'll give you twenty grand right now. I was like, bye, mm-hmm. <laughs> no thanks. Ten grand, and then what? Put how much into it? Well, we kept that place for let's see. I think we kept it for four or five years, and over the time, you know, we redid everything completely. Redid the whole thing, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I want to guess. And we did all the work ourselves. Thirty grand, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. And we, yeah. And then we sold it for I think one eighty. <laughs> five years later, after. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. After we used it, it for five. I was years. gonna say plus all the money you saved by not renting somebody else's uh-huh. lake house. And actually, house. you know what? It was in a mobile home park, and we rented the we rented it out to snowbirds from uh, New Year's until Easter every year and the amount they paid us in the rent covered the space rent for the entire year. So it, it actually cost us no money. It was it was a smart deal. So I'm looking to do something like that again. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Although I don't know that we'll ever outgrow the beach house like we did the river house. Mm. Yeah. We did outgrow the river house. Well we outgrew it just because we didn't go as often. Mm. So yeah. All right. Well I think we should start talking about uh changing acquisitions in a changing market next. And for those of you out there, we're going to give you the TV magic or the show business magic. What do you call it? The illusion of Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Which is that we're going to do another uh, podcast another day, but we're not. We're going to do another podcast in just a few minutes. (laughs) 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 Don't give away secrets. I don't have to change my shirt. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Until then, uh, we are the Boswells. We are NWAC. See, we are out. Bye. Bye. 
I'm Alina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.